Hello, I'm Bill Lawrence, and welcome to another edition of My Big Bag of Onions. Each show is a carefully curated selection of undeservedly unfamiliar songs and a dozen brand new short stories written exclusively for Colm Radio and especially for this show by you, our listeners. So it's time for you to sit back because this is Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Christmas Socks by Tony Pierce. Wash antlers, wash their socks by night, all seated round the top. The angel of the Lord came down and gave their socks a scrub. I don't think our relationship will survive Christmas. I love him, but he simply hasn't got a clue. I will not stand by and watch what happened to my mum happen to me. Those endless years of Christmas socks and the year's bestseller. Nope, not for me. He hands over my present and I tear it open with mock enthusiasm. I'm mentally packing my bags. Oob! <laughs> it's socks! Genuinely nice. Thick socks, but socks regardless. What's that he's saying? They are incredibly special socks to accompany our very big adventure. We're off on a Canadian wilderness tour. Best socks ever. You've got nice socks, but next time wash your feet. Frosted window panes, candles gleam. With things 
Monty Python's Post-Covid Life of Onions by Ian Sayers The Magi, wearing face masks, stood before Mandy. What is his name? Onions! That's unusual. You cheeky git, we love onions. You try making stew without them. Anyway, what do you want? We honour onions. Onions will bring joy to mankind. Well, you shouldn't be here penetrating my bubble. We never touched you, but we have gold, frankincense and myrrh. Myrrh? It's a balm. Is it antiviral? If not, just clean the gold and leave it, then bugger off. As they left, the Magi wondered if things could get any worse. <coughs> said the centurion. Uh, can you tell me where you've travelled from? of onions on 106.6 FM Colm Radio. Innovative voices and original stories making our unique community. No onions have been hurt in the making of this programme. Treat me nice 
Yuletide Conversation by Phil Boast. Daniel, who is 13 years old, is helping his father decorate the Christmas tree. So, what's this tree business all about then? Strikes me there wouldn't have been many Christmas trees in Bethlehem, it being a desert and all. It's a pagan thing, actually. What? So, Christmas isn't about Christ at all? Well, not originally. So, the Christians nicked it then, and said that was when Christ was born. It was convenient. So, it's really just a load of balls. Daniel, language. What? Look! We've got red balls, blue shiny balls. Look, just shut up and pass the angel, will you? Twenty-five days and twenty-five morsels of chocolate are an eternal duration for a child who hungers for the arrival of Santa Claus. It was only last year that she finally understood the old man with the bright red suit and massive beard was meant to be her ally with promises of toys and candy to eat until her stomach veritably burst. This year would be different. She was filled with an insatiable excitement for the coming days. She gazed at the calendar with the numbered doors and windows and thought, if I open them all today, will he arrive tomorrow? Yeah. 
warning. Every onion in this show tastes of our community. Stay tuned for our full recipe of onion chat and music, mixed and cooked to perfection. Do not repeat. Do not leave your onions unattended. Full terms and conditions apply. Twenty twenty nine by Yvonne Pini. The battered, faded decorations. Bulbs missing predate national bankruptcy, since when only essentials are manufactured. UK spend freeze limits buying presents to one each. Maximum spend £30, chosen from 20 essential items. But the rule of four means you only have to buy three anyway. Still, saving on petrol and eating out, since lockdown and shutdown apply over the holidays. All presents are delivered pre-wrapped by Amazon GB during your timed slot. Power is only available for two hours either side of your slot. Unfortunately, our slot is 3.40am. Christmas dinner before dawn. Austerity is now a fond memory. Just like a one I used to know Where the treetops listen And children listen To hear sleigh bells in the snow The snow Well, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas with every Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days Be merry and bright And may all your Christmases be white I, I, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the ones I used to know Where the treetops glisten And all children listen To hear bells in the snow I, I, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas Christmas card I write May your days, may your days, may your days be merry and bright and be all your Christmas is be white Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle all the way. The Bright Side by Tom Woolsey. I'd remained hidden in the first floor bedroom for almost 
four days, surviving on tinned butter and hazelnuts. The street battle raged on nearby, having thankfully moved on from the road my building was in. The butter and nuts had me pooing through the eye of a needle, and some scratches from my desperate escape had become purple and pussy. I'd run out of ammo and water. A sound downstairs. I froze. Voices. Syrian gunmen climbing the stairs. The bedroom doorknob rattled. Blimey. The prospects were not good, but nevertheless, this was not yet the worst Christmas day I'd ever experienced. Sam Saves Christmas by Ian Hornet. Uncle Colin, boastful, brash, serial liar, was in full flow. The Day I Saved Christmas, a story of driving 10,000 miles around Europe, delivering toys to the poor. Lies. He couldn't drive, hadn't been further than Calais, and always spent Christmas week in his local. Sam had had enough. £50 says you can't eat a sprout. A gasp around the table. No one had ever eaten one of Auntie Pauline's sprouts. Fifty quid? Okay. They watched in silence. Sprout to mouth. Swallow. Pause. End of Uncle Colin. Sorry, Auntie Pauline, Sam said solemnly. That's all right. Can I keep his fifty? Each story you hear is exactly 100 words long. Not one word more, and not one word less. And I should know, I count every one of them. You say I'm uncompleted. I'm the same like him. I support him. I don't say enough. I don't do enough. I put a... I'm working like a... Ask my ass I know the Christmas stuff that you know who gives a f about Christmas stuff and decoration but I need to do it right and okay and then I do it and I say that I'm working on Christmas uh, planning for the Christmas and they said oh what about the children that they were separated give me 
break. The, uh, to, I cannot go. I I was trying to get the, the kid reunited with the mom. I, I, I didn't have a chance. Needs to go through the process and through the law. Give me a break. Who gives a up? Annabelle Snowflake by Steve Gow Annabelle craned her neck back, looking for her Christmas snowflake among the millions which were rushing down to tickle her fluttering eyelids in the muffled monochromic silence. Daddy had said, every good girl has her own snowflake made for her by Santa. She had to catch it in her mouth and all her dreams would come true. That was 43 years ago, today actually, and she had not yet caught the right snowflake, despite so many all-nighters hoping. Annabelle settled back against the shop window, swigged at the brown paper branded vodka and continued to crane her neck back in anticipation. What a wonderful program this is. This is just great radio. It's not the glow you feel when snow appears. It's not the Christmas card you've sent for years. Not the joyful sound when sleigh bells
Christmas by Paul Hooper. Derek, just where are you taking me? To Colchester, my darling Felicity. Colchester? For Christmas? Have you gone mad? Just Christmas Eve, darling. Christmas Day is for families. You know the rules. Huh. You call yours a family? But why in heaven's name, Colchester? They do the most wonderful boiled onions, darling. Derek, I'm warning you. Just joking. Colchester was once Camelot, the most romantic realm in all of England. Arthur... Guinevere, Sir Lancelot, the round table. Sir Lancelot? Now that sounds interesting. Well, my noble knight, lead me to your round table. And you won't need your armour. serving extra tasty onions today with additional onion vitamins and minerals exclusively brought to you by our writers from our own community enjoy the full onion experience exclusively on 106.6 fm cone radio
Lift us awake with those tears Sharing different heartbeats in one life To call for our hands of Christmas by Rob Lewis. It takes three days by cargo boat from Surabaya in Java to Manado on the island of Sulawesi. Nothing to do, so I learnt Bahasa Indonesia from the crew and lounged on deck watching for tropical shores. We landed and I sought out a guest house. It was Christmas Eve, steamily hot, and the prospect of a dismal non-celebration loomed. What's in the guidebook? Stay with Mrs. Jones, a displaced Christian, very welcoming. Next day, I tucked into Turkey with all the trimmings, surrounded by Mrs. Jones and her faith-filled family. I'm an atheist, but said grace fully and gratefully. Bill's big bag of onions. Sinterklaas, the real Saint Nick, by John Dew.
One terrible famine, a malicious butcher lured three little children into his house, killed them and kept them in a barrel to cure to sell as ham. Visiting the region to care for the hungry, a Greek bishop suspected the butcher and resurrected the pickled children by making the sign of the cross. Nicholas is the patron saint of sailors, merchants, archers, repentant thieves, prostitutes, children, brewers, pawnbrokers, unmarried people and students. He is buried in Gamil, Demre, Barry, Kilkenny and children's hearts everywhere. Myrrh now seeps annually out of his sarcophagus and can be obtained in the shop nearby. Here on 106.6 FM Colne Radio, we only serve the finest onions. Each one has been lovingly and organically hand-reared, using only our finest onion juice and our generations of deep onion knowledge to produce these award-winning soundscapes of original stories and perfectly chosen music. Wishbone by Sue Harper The Christmas turkey languished accusingly in the centre of the table amongst the crumbs and wine stains. Blossom glanced around at her family. They were all grown up now, and not a grandchild amongst them. They were dears, the three of them, but really. Who wants the wishbone, said Lawrence, and ripped it from the carcass, dangling it in the air. Me and Mum, we'll do it, said Sophie, ungrammatically, and held it out to her. Blossom took hold and wished hard. They pulled. There was a crack. Sophie said, you win again, and frowned. Something had quickened in her belly. There's a perfect love for me. 
War on Christmas by Adrian Cohen. Good evening. This is a party political broadcast. We believe that if we work as one nation united, we can win the war on Christmas. We propose banning all Christmas symbols and activities from public places, including nativity plays, singing carols, Christmas trees, decorations, allusions to fornication involving mistletoe, along with traditional Christmas consumption, such as mince pies, sherry and tangerines, as well as any celebration linked to speculation about supernatural matters. The new law will also require shops to remain open all day on December the 25th. Let's do this for our children. And for our children's children. Christmas Dinner Number 27 by Caroline Amanda Christmas lunch had been the usual disaster. Everybody was still sitting at the table, staring at dirty plates half-eaten food. An edgy gloom had descended, suffocating even the steely small talk. Nobody wanted to be the first to stand or withdraw. Mother and father thought my brother had married badly. They'd never forgiven him. His wife knew it. And she and I hadn't spoken for years. My ex-husband had had an affair with her. I picked up a jolly-looking cracker and prodded it ruefully towards my brother. He sprung up, knocking his chair over, and screamed in my face, Don't you dare! 
that it's possible for some of you to see me today is just another example of the speed at which things are changing all around us. Because of these changes, I'm not surprised that many people feel lost and unable to decide what to hold on to and what to discard, how to take advantage of the new life without losing the best of the old. But it's not the new inventions which are the difficulty. The trouble is caused by unthinking people who carelessly throw away ageless ideals as if they were old and outworn machinery. They would have religion thrown aside, morality in personal and public life made meaningless, honesty counted as foolishness, and self-interest set up in place of self-restraint. At this critical moment in our history, we will certainly lose the trust and respect of the world if we just abandon those fundamental principles which guided the men and women who built the greatness of this country and Commonwealth. Today, we need a special kind of courage. Not the kind needed in battle, but a kind which makes us stand up for everything that we know is right, everything that is true and honest. We need the kind of courage that can withstand the subtle corruption of the cynics so that we can show the world that we are not afraid of the future. I hope that 1958 may bring you God's blessing and all the things you long for. And so I wish you all, young and old, wherever you may be, all the fun and enjoyment and the peace of a very happy Christmas. Merry Christmas, everybody, by Bill Lawrence. Noddy looked out of the window. It was nearly Christmas, and snow was falling onto the pretty houses and gardens outside. Singing cheerfully to himself, Noddy drove his big gold car as quickly as he could, though safely, of course, to where the others were waiting for him. Come on, said Noddy, it's time to play. Do we have to, said his friend. We're so bored with this, we've been playing it every Christmas since 1973. You're such a boring tit, Dave, said Noddy, and he put on his top hat and launched into Slade's most famous song. to Christmas Onions, peeled festively by Tony Piers, Ian Sayers, Phil Boast, Pamela Ennis, Yvonne Peeney, Tom Woolsey, Ian Hornet, Steve Gow, Paul Hooper, Rob Lewis, John Dew, Sue Harper, Adrian Cohen, Caroline Amanda, and by me, Bill Lawrence. And so that's all we have time for, for this edition of the show. If you would like to contribute an onion, just get in touch, either with Com Radio 
or via the Bill's Big Bag of Onions Facebook page. And remember, the stories must be exactly 100 words long. So join us again soon, on a Tuesday or a Sunday evening, for the next edition of Bill's Big Bag of Onions. Happy Christmas! Big Bag of Onions is a guppy production for Cone Radio and is committed to a varied, equitable and truly inclusive output that properly reflects the ethnic diversity of our community audience. <laughs>